Oh, hello. We're here. We're not queer. Some of us, I don't know, maybe. I shouldn't speak for the room. <laughs> Welcome to the Josh Potter Show. Once again, it is I, Josh Potter. Thank you if you came out to Las Vegas. Wise guys, honestly, might be my favorite club in the entire country. I know I'm like alienating the other clubs by saying that, but boy, oh boy, do I freaking love that place. And people came on out. I have a fun story about it I'll get to in a little bit. But coming up, shows that are on sale as we speak are i have to go to my this is the first time i don't actually know all of my dates because they're coming in furiously folks the spring and the summer are looking packed maybe not in the next month or two we're not looking great but the rest of the year is looking fantastic i'm just gonna go in order here des moines des moines funny bone i'm coming there in august that's so far away from now, but it's on sale now. So I just wanted to bring it up because it's the first thing that came up here. Also, Houston, Texas, June 14th and 15th. Omaha, that's happening in August as well. Uh, I'm going to be having that on sale hopefully soon. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see what else here. Again, I'm just, this is all fluid. May 30th. Washington, D.C. Please don't turn my headphones down. <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> turn them back up, please. Thank Sorry. you. All right. Yes. No. Hold on. We have another one here somewhere that I have to find out about. Oh, it's Tacoma, Washington, and it's happening. Uh, I don't know the date. I looked all that way, and I don't have a date <laughs> for it yet, but it's happening. Tacoma, Seattle, coming back up there. Uh, we're going to have, uh, did I say May 30th? Washington, D.C., uh, and also April 26th and 27th. I am coming to, oh boy, where the hell am I going? The 26th and 27th of uh, April? Shit. I'll fucking think of it at the end. It's on sale on my fucking Instagram at Josh underscore Potter at J underscore Potter on Twitter. Got all these dates yesterday. I should have organized myself and thought about it before the show. You know, do a little preparation, Josh, you fucking idiot. Not really good on the nice boy clock today. Sorry. Sorry to Bobby who has to edit this, but I'm I'm just cursing. I'm uh, last week. I had a migraine headache the entire show. And I just lost myself in it. So I don't even know what happened. I know the sound wasn't great, uh, but we're back. We're, we're, you know, we're getting things better than... I, we got a fucking curtain behind me now. And we got to get... The sign is on the wall. So look at that. <laughs> and the sound's better. Winky face, hopefully. I don't know yet. It didn't come out. But I'm going to just say that it is. We're just going to say that it is. Also, uh, promoting uh, things go... Uh, we got the Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Josh Potter Show. Twitch.tv slash... Josh underscore Potter and boy oh boy lots to discuss today I uh, in Las Vegas had a heckler which was interesting and it was an interesting heckler because it wasn't like a mean one it wasn't like uh, I don't know your typical heckler you know when you hear about things and they're like you know they're just shouting things out deliberately being uh, assholes I had a person who he heckled me so poignantly and I thought like wow this guy hates my guts and then someone was like, no, he has Tourette's. <laughs> and I was like, I thought Tourette's meant like, you know, you say shit like, you know, shit piss. You know, I'm sorry. Nice boy clock is getting ravaged by it. It's Tourette's, though. I'm di I'm t discussing a medical condition. I thought it was that. You know what I'm saying? Where they're like, ass. You know, they just yell things like maybe they yell a slur, a racial slur, perhaps. This guy, he would yell things. I'd be like, you know. So my father, and he'd be like, oh, did he? 
I'm like, that's Tourette's? Your Tourette's is poignant insults at perfect <laughs> times of my set? Like, stuff like, like, sarca- your, your Tourette's makes you say sarcastic things? I don't think that's how it works. And I thought about it, I'm like, they, because they didn't kick the guy out the entire show. He did it for the openers. He did it for my buddy Hormos, who opened up for me. Thanks to Hormos for uh, driving me down there. Hilarious guy. You can see him at the comedy store. But yeah, he. I got off stage at the end. I'm like, why didn't they throw that guy out? And they were like, well, he has Tourette's. And I was like, well, that's fucking stupid. Throw him out anyway. Why would you come <laughs> if that's your Tourette's? If your Tourette's is to make Sark, and I'm sorry if this person out there is a fan of mine and they bought a ticket to come see me <laughs> at the show, that would make me feel terrible. In that case, like, please come. Just let me know you're coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't run into anybody after the fact or anything like that. And I know, and like I said, Wise Guys, one of my favorite places, I know that they're on the ball. They know how to, like, run a show. And I couldn't believe that this guy wasn't being, like, approached or uh, thrown out in any capacity. And it turns out, like I said, that everyone was like, well, he had Tourette's. And I was like, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Bring a card like the Joker when you go out that's like, I will make sar- I will be making sarcastic remarks at silent moments of the, <laughs> the set, you know, like reactions. I don't know. I've never heard of Tourette's being something like that. Have you heard of anything like that? You've been, you're like, it seems like you're like stifling your, uh, I, I thought you were going to say something. I, Tourette's? I just, I'm baffled. I've never heard of that, but it's hilarious to think of someone just being like, oh, I bet. Yeah. Like, that's in what the it middle was. of your set. That's like, what just, it was. Like, and he was like, it's Tourette's. I go, you're saying the most sarcastic thing. And then another guy's like, I have Tourette's. And I'm like, well, you've been very good during the show. <laughs> you haven't done anything. I mean, was it one of his friends or someone that was with him that was telling you he had Tourette's? Or is it this was, just like By the hearsay? time I got up there, it was like murmur in the crowd. Like people were filling me in. Like they already got to the bottom of this in the beginning of the show. And now they're informing me. And, I, you know, hand up. I didn't pay attention to the beginning of the show. So I had no idea this was going on. But, yeah, it was just like, I bet he did. Like stuff like that. And you're like, Jesus, man, you're just kneecapping me <laughs> with your Tourette's over here. It was crazy. But Vegas was a good time. I didn't do any gambling. I didn't do any gambling, which is like, what's going on? You know, are you okay, Josh? Well, I was, you know, kind of down in the in the arts district area, which doesn't feel like Vegas. You know what I mean? The only remnants of Vegas down there are all the little shitty wedding chapels that they have. (laughs) So you see a woman like walking barefoot in a wedding dress. You're like, what the hell's going on? Oh, yeah, I'm in Vegas. <clears throat> that's what's going on we're in vegas today so i didn't do any and plus like the super bowl dude i don't know if i'm just that dead inside at the moment or what the super bowl does not appeal to me this year and i don't know what to do about that i don't know how to feel about that i don't know why the it's, it's because of the chiefs they bore me and not to mention that this was the matchup this was the last football game this very super bowl we're replaying it before covid so is that why it's like sickening to my stomach? <laughs> 2019 is when uh, the season was 2019, but it was played in February of 2020. I was coming back from the uh, Rhode Island. What is it called? Providence, Rhode Island Comedy Connection. And I ha- I scheduled my flight. Now, I bought it like months in advance. I didn't even think about the fucking Super Bowl. And I bought my flight. I'm all take a nice little afternoon flight since I'm going cross country. I flew during the duration of the Super Bowl. Excuse me. I watched it on a plane and it was not too terrible. I mean, 
everybody was kind of watching it on the plane, a plane full of people. You, It was kind of amazing seeing the people that didn't watch it. You're like, oh, you really don't care. You scheduled your flight during this time and you really don't care. The rest of us kind of just probably, you know what I did too? I probably saw it and I was like, this is really cheap. Why is this so cheap? This is crazy because during the fucking Super Bowl. But so, yeah, I watched it on the on the airplane on my phone. And I remember the flight attendant was like, uh, do you want anything to drink? I'm like, can I have four beers? I asked for <laughs> four beers. I'm like, just give me all four of them right now. Like, I didn't want to wait for her to go back and forth. I knew I was going to polish one off pretty quick. It's the fucking Super Bowl. And in that case, I was rooting for the Chiefs. And they won. You know, he was playing against Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers. You know, they've been there before. They've had their years with Steve Young and Joe Montana. So I was like, oh, the Chiefs, this is fun. Mahomes, he's exciting and new. This is fun and cool. Now I'm sick of it here in 2024. I've got to tell you. And I'm still kind of like whatever on the 49ers. I, You know, I'll say this. I am rooting for the 49ers for a couple of reasons. One, I'm sick of the fucking Chiefs. Number two, uh, they have, like, guys on the team that are cool, cool like, dudes that – deserve a Super Bowl like Christian McCaffrey uh you know bunch of Trent uh, Williams and then also like Brock Purdy's a cool story Mr. Irrelevant taking his team to the Super Bowl it'd be cool if he won that'd be pretty unbelievable something that's never happened before and also John Feliciano avid listener Roach if you will offensive lineman for the San Francisco 49ers so that makes me want to don the 49er colors even more you know and i'm going to be wearing if i have two kaepernick jerseys i'm going to wear one of them that day and uh I'll, I'll watch the super bowl like every good american should but you know what i'm not i'm just not into it this year and in fact people are like what is it because of the taylor swift stuff i think the taylor swift thing is the most interesting part about the super bowl this year and that is the whole reason i'm going to watch frankly because <laughs> it's going to be hilarious to see how fucking buck wild the internet gets and how it's like when she gets on the uh, on the old screen there in both facets, whether it be hateful or uh, lovingly, you know. So I'm excited for that part of it, that actually. And it's so funny that Taylor Swift is going to be like this cornerstone of this year's Super Bowl in Las Vegas because of the fact that she turned down doing the halftime show. And Usher's doing it, yes? Is that what yeah, you Yeah, I just looked, looked up? it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the club with homies. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. He's gonna. I, he better do. Yeah, he better. I don't even know another Usher song. What I mean, the, DJ got us falling in love is the only other one I could really think. How of. does that go? DJ got us falling in love. Again. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Oh, that's a newer one. I, it might be newer. What's his like? He he was famous in the nineties. Usher. He was like Usher was even still Confessions. Confessions. Confessions was his big album, and Caught Up was a big Usher song. Oh my God, featuring Will I Am. Oh, the, okay, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, that's like kind of like new. That's not, I feel like that's barely that, even no, him. That's in that definitely one, newer. Yeah. God, I can't think of any nineties Usher though. Was, he was dating one of the um, TLCs. I think. The, was he dating Chili? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh usher also didn't he give many a women he got sued for well there was a woman who claimed that she got a uh std from usher i want to say it was herpes but then when you see the woman you're like i don't think usher was <laughs> fucking you lady i don't think usher is giving you herpes <laughs> mm, i didn't know that either can we see the lady <laughs> <laughs> i mean tell me i'm wrong when you when you think about this when you see this woman you're like Unless Usher is getting so much, which I don't doubt that he isn't getting so much pussy. 
he's probably wringing his dick out all of the time. But when I saw the woman, I was like, Usher's not fucking you, lady. That's not the woman. <laughs> this is what's pulling up. I was going to say I was a little confused. Well, that one's not. a little bit more indicative of what I thought mm. she looked like there. But I'm seeing some pictures here where I go, I don't think that's her. But even still, Usher could oh, right, go, go back up there. What's that one? Is that this, is, this one? Is that not the woman on the right? No, that just says STD status. I, th- I, mean, I don't know. I think that might just be a translator. <laughs> I don't think that's the lady. I think that's the lady who does okay, okay, okay. Uh, sign language. Okay. Not to throw shade to the sign <laughs> language lady. Oops, my bad. Usher's not fucking her either. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Good golly. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited for the... T- now, Taylor Swift turned down doing the halftime show. She could have been there doing it. And it would have been killing two birds with st- one stone. If I'm the NFL, it's like, you're going to be there anyway. What the hell? Why don't you get out there and do a little do a little song and dance for us? But there, the NFL doesn't fucking care that she's not doing it now because she's going to be on the fucking screen way more than she would have been had she been doing the halftime show. Now, the big thing for the big reason she didn't do the halftime show is the whole work of the halftime show, which is the fact that the people don't make any money who perform in it, and it's like a, a quick medley. And it's a lot more hassle than it's worth for a mega star like Taylor Swift. Now, for Usher, who's <laughs> kind of like, whoa, you want me to do the hat? Sick. I'm, I would love to. They've been doing a lot more nostalgia stuff. They did the Dr. Dre Eminem one, which is probably the best one that they've ever done. And uh, then what was last year? It was um, Rihanna. Rihanna. That's a good one. Hey, <clears throat> good banger there. And I think she just wanted to be like, I'm pregnant. I'm going to do it pregnant and look like a baddie. And and she did. She did a great job. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, these people are just doing it to get their asses back in the limelight. And Taylor Swift don't need to do that right now. She's helping the NFL, though, regardless. And it's going to be um, an electric site. And everyone's going to be like, here's where it could get sticky. She has to come back from Japan, you see. She's in tour. And so everyone's thinking this crazy whirlwind romance. She's going to fly from Japan. She's going to board her jet. She's going to go to Vegas and get out. And she'll have 22 hours before the Super Bowl so she can prepare. You know, she'll be there just in plenty of time. But many of folk fly private out to the Super Bowl and many of folk fly private to Las Vegas. Combining the two things, they're saying jet parking going to be an issue so could taylor swift and the whirlwind romance be derailed by jet parking i think the nfl will move some jets for the nfl will come in there with a fucking bulldozer and create a parking spot they're going to be like who the hell's jets this get this shit out of here some dumb jet that they don't care of whose it is was this joe montana's jet get this shit out of here (laughs) we get it joe you were on the 49ers at one point we don't care taylor swift's coming well, let's get into the sports, shall we? Since we're already discussing some Super Bowl stuff. Beep 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 And before we get into the sports, I want to let you know today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by DraftKings. DraftKings is the leader in fantasy sports. They just dropped a brand new fantasy app, by the way, as if there wasn't enough fun things on DraftKings. There's so many fun things. Oh, my God. The parlays that they have are so much fun. But anyhow, back to the new 
fantasy app that they've got. It's called Pick 6. Pick 6, the newest way for you to get in on the fantasy football action with DraftKings. You can choose between 2 to 6, or 2 and 6, excuse me, NFL players, and pick if they're going to have more or less of a particular stat. So it's like, oh, I'm going to take the uh, over on Tyreek Hill having 100 receiving yards. And then, boom, you win. Things like, will a player have more or less than 100 rushing yards? Will a player get more than one touchdown? Just like as I mentioned. You can track your lineup and you can compete against others for a shot at a huge cash prize. Download the DraftKings uh, Pick 6 app now and sign up with code Josh Potter, all one word. That's code Josh Potter, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, please visit dkng.co slash pick 6. Six states. Void were prohibited. See terms and pick six dot draftkings.com. All righty. So let's get into some sport. Now the Detroit Lions lost to the 49ers and I was rooting for them to go to the Super Bowl because that's just good old American fun. They haven't been there in a bazillion years. I didn't think they've been there ever quite frankly, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so when they went to the NFC Championship game, the world was abuzz. America was rooting for the Tigers, or the Lions, the Tigers, excuse me. The Tigers are their baseball team. Uh, they were rooting for the Lions, and they wanted them to go because we hadn't seen anything like that before. So you'd imagine the Detroit Lions fans were very dejected at the end of the game when they realized they lost and they were, you know, this fucking close to the Super Bowl. And I, you know, I don't get this way anymore. When the Bills lose, I just go, you know, it figures. I would probably get more. You'd want to put a camera on me if the Bills won because I would either have a nervous breakdown or cry or feel like I'm in a simulation or I might you might have to 5150 me because of the fact that I uh will think that I'm in I like in a dream world or something. I don't know that how I I don't know how I would react. It wouldn't be normal. Let me just put it that way. When we lose, I'm just like, yeah, that figures. I figured we were going to lose. I kind of had that uh in my head the entire time well during the game if you watched it the nfc championship a couple of weekends back you see uh the detroit lions were up by quite a bit and they blew a lead and this man just watched his favorite team disintegrate right before his eyes and he acted accordingly he gets it you play butt. you know what the fuck you do fucking idiot you're an idiot <laughs> Oh my god. Fucking idiots! I'm dealing with fucking idiots! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! He's opened the front. If you're just listening, he's opened the front door of the home. He's also now walked into the kitchen, turned off the light. All you do talking to himself now, he's reemerged to the living room. God damn it! No wonder why you don't fucking play! The front door's wide open. Uh oh, he's throwing things now. He's picked up a beer bottle. I'd be nervous about the beer bottle. He's got it in his hand. Don't throw the beer bottle. Fucking Christ! He's there with 49er fans, too. Fucking play! It's not over. They're being fucking idiots. Oh, that guy. <laughs> the it's not over guy sucks. <laughs> now he's gone out the front door. He's back. He's back. And then sit quietly. 
or you pisses me the fuck off. Really hard. Sing it with me. Emotionally. Shut the fuck up. Take a stand. I'm gonna actually punch you. And I don't want to, but Colby, I'm gonna punch you. Yeah, you see, now, this is what happens to me, too, like, and it happens more over texts and things like that. We're going to have on Johnny Pemberton next week, and I, I'm going I'm to have to confront him about the way he texts during a football game because he'll text things. Now, he's being supportive, <laughs> and he's being, an, uh, you know, a mensch, but I don't fuck around during the football. Don't send me things like, they've got this. I don't want to hear that. And that's what this man, he was witnessing it in real time. He had a friend there who was trying to, like, you know, sarcastically support him. And so he was like, I don't want to do this, but I will punch you in the face, is what he said to him there. <clears throat> what a hell of a video. I don't can't see who it's uh, sent it up there, but uh, I'll tell thank you, you for that. If, What's you, that. if you mic'd me up at like four o'clock on mm -hmm. any day driving. That's exactly what I sound like in traffic. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's so concerning since I've moved out here. Fucking idiot. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you keep saying this, you way. idiot woman. <laughs> idiot woman. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> that's funny, yeah. I mean, I guess if you just heard the audio of this at home and you're listening and you're not watching, that could have been over any context. You know, that man could have been watching the Democratic debate or the Republican <laughs> debate. <laughs> You know, if you get that worked up over the yeah. debates, yeah, what a nerd you'd be if you got God, please send in that video if it's out there, folks. I want to see some dork going off about like, can you believe it? Get it. Hit your talking points. Ron DeSantis. I don't even, he's not even in it anymore. That's how little I'm, I know about this shit going on. Uh, well, so back to my Vegas trip, I did not gamble also because of the fact that there were no sports this weekend that I was there. No football. I, I said this to, to my buddy Hormos. I was like, there's no sports to gamble on this weekend. He goes, well, there's basketball. And I go, there's no sports. There. <laughs> I don't know shit about what I'm talking about with basketball. So I would never even uh, venture to gamble. Have I done it before? <laughs> yes, I have. But, but I was being responsible, you see. And I, uh, you know, like I said, there was no hockey because of the fact that the NHL All-Star break was happening. So the NHL is really like back in the 90s. I used to love watching the NHL All-Star game. It was East versus West. The game was always dog shit because no one's trying because they don't want to get hurt. They're not checking. So it's just kind of like. <laughs> just all shit there's it's usually like 24 to fucking 20 it's like a fucking football score when you see this thing in the all-star game so people don't really watch the game but the skills competition was always the best i'd watch al mcginnis uh fucking with the hardest shots and or al i afraid with the hardest shot they'd have the fastest guy they'd just you know they'd have the goalie competition dominic hashik would be in that patrick wah cujo it was the best in the 90s. For whatever reason, they decided to fuck with the skills competition, and now I don't even know what the hell I'm watching, to be quite honest with you. It's a little cartoony, and it's just real Mickey Mouse and stupid. Uh, but one thing that made me regret not watching it this year was Michael Buble's little appearance here. And I don't even know if this was on television. Michael Buble, I guess some sort of celebrity guest. I think he was he got to like be the captain of one of the teams. I don't even know the format of the NHL All-Star Game anymore because now it's like... They used to have it where it's like, it's a four-team tournament, three-on-three, three, and now they have, like, Michael Buble drafting people. I don't understand what the fuck's going on, but Michael Buble did have a press conference. Let's give it a listen. told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. So 
I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down and then I realized, holy I am at the NHL All-Star Game. The answer is no, I will not be the oldest draft pick the Vancouver Canucks have ever taken at 48 years old. I know you and you, you're a really good hockey player. You got good hands, dude. You've got silky mitts, my brother. You are the first person who's ever told me that. Because I'm the first real ever hockey fan. We literally are the heart and soul of these teams. And uh, if they win, it'll be because of us. And if they lose, it will be because of us. All of my, my text, it was people, congratulations, congratulations on being chosen to go to the All-Star game. And I was like, congratulations, I'm a, I'm a superstar. Thanks, guys, thank you. <laughs> My buddy told So Michael Bublé <laughs> tripping his balls off at the NHL All-Star game. Michael Bublé seems like a cool dude. I had no fucking idea. I thought he was some nerd that was like, fly me to the moon. <laughs> yeah, you're on the moon, buddy. <laughs> Welcome. That's fucking dope, dude. I'm so I'm psyched. Annie likes hockey. I want to party with Michael Bublé. You know, everyone talks about how they like, you know, when they become a big star or something. Michael Bublé. Let's hang, dude. <laughs> I want to party with him. I get him out to the comedy store. Let's get raging. I, I mean, I want to do fucking acid with him now. My buddy told me this was a microdose. Sarah Weinshank does that to me all the time. <laughs> do you want to do a microdose? I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, man, I don't know if it's because I haven't eaten anything today or what, but boy, oh boy, I'm tripping. And she'll be like, it, was a, it wasn't a microdose. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. He said he thought he was in Blades of Glory. Yeah, you know that? <laughs> yeah. That's a, uh, a, a so video funny. game. A oh, it's a video game a, a too? A Nintendo video game. I thought it was just a Well, movie. okay, so I'm maybe he was talking about the movie, but the movie is not about hockey, is it? Yeah, that's why it kind of threw me off. But, I mean, maybe he just but felt there good is out a there video, the There's a Nintendo video game called Blades of Steel. Mm. Blades of Steel. Remember that video game? You guys are both no, too young. Never played it. Blades of Steel was my, my favorite video game as a kid, and it had fights, and it was on 8-bit Nintendo. It was hockey. It was fucking... It's supposed to be... It's, that cover's supposed to look like Wayne Gretzky on the Edmonton Oilers versus the Islanders in the Stanley Cup, but they couldn't. They didn't have the rights to the uh, players or the logos of the NHL. Yes, yes, yes. Now, we have a very fun uh, clip next here, and it has to do uh, with an announcer slip-up. And this is a great announcer, one of my favorites, Gus Johnson. People give Gus Johnson flack. In my pantheon, I put Gus Johnson up there pretty high because I do like how excited he gets. People give him flack because they say he gets too excited about mundane bullshit. But I love that. Get excited about all of it, frankly. But I guess it could be easy, like a... a boy who cried wolf situation where you're like i can't be like this the whole fucking time gus johnson you gotta bring it down a little bit but i'll take gus johnson over like romo any day of the week but gus johnson doing a lot of basketball these days and it's probably pretty pretty fun because it's uh you know high action and whatnot so here is gus johnson on the call for i think this is like what women's college basketball <clears throat> yeah That was Gus Johnson. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. It says right here. Okay, good. That's At what least. I thought. It didn't sound like. As him long on as the this audio. person is right, you're right. It didn't sound like him on the audio, but I uh, I thought it was. Yes. Uh, but it could have been. I just probably couldn't hear that great. But yeah, he had her, she had her shit blocked. That's some Freudian shit right there. I mean, he he she's right. It's like Gus Johnson. I mean, the girl did have her shit blocked. That's what I wish announcing could be. You could just say, you know, all kinds of things like that, like. 
oh, we got a ship pushed in. Like, I don't know. You come up with a whole bunch of them. And uh, I, I just, I think that that was wonderful. I think he should have just kept it the way he did it the first time. Thank you to Jake and Adam for sending that bad boy in. But let's get into some news. We got some uh, breaking news to kick off the news here in a second. So I saw this just uh, a couple hours before we started recording. Apparently it's fresh off the presses. And people did send this in because I did check the email. People already on top of it out there. T-Bone on top of it. C.T. Riley on top of it sending this to me. Uh, It is uh, porn star Lisa Ann, who if you are familiar with adult uh, films... You'll probably come across her a few a time or two, you know, and she's been uh, not in porn for quite some time, actually. And she actually does quite a bit of like media stuff for football and things like that. She does like a sports show. And I know she does like a fantasy football show as well. So Lisa Ann was evidently attending a Matt Reif uh, show. I know he was at Radio City Music Hall this past weekend. Uh, I think Allie Colbert opened up for him there as well. So Lisa Ann was evidently attending the show and was dragged out. We have footage of what uh, occurred after the fact. I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt Rife. You see, he's a friend of mine. And I go to jail. Now, I don't know Lisa Ann. I know some people who know Lisa Ann. And I've not, I've heard mixed things. But also, I have uh, no idea what her uh, personal life is like. Meaning, like, I don't know if this chick does drugs. I don't know if she drinks. I have no idea. It sounded, and maybe she had a few drinks at a comedy show. People are prone to do that. But what evidently occurred is they thought she was recording. And so when that happens, especially at a high-profile show like a Matt Reif show, you are going to be thrown out. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you are caught recording, you will be thrown out. Now, oftentimes, what can occur, and I've seen this happen in other contexts, A person could be on their phone doing uh, willy-nilly shit, you know, checking Instagram, looking at the TikTok or whatever, and be mistaken for recording. But they don't fuck around. So really, the the rule of thumb is just don't even look at your phone. Don't pull it out. And I feel like most of the time they would go, oh, that person's texting, but they'll still tell you, put your fucking phone away. So no idea... What occurred once they approached Lisa Ann? I would. Lo- I can't wait to get the backstory as this uh, rolls out here from people in and around the situation. Uh, but if in fact she was recording and she got thrown out, she's crying about it. But she was like, you know, starting to use the Matt Rife is my friend tactic. Once the now, if I'm Matt Rife, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, I get this fucking. <laughs> Get this porn star ticket. She's getting arrested at Radio City Music Hall. Radio, I'm at Radio City Music Hall. This chick I know loosely is getting arrested. I don't know if he got her tickets. I mean, I know Matt Rife at one point um, hosted AVNs. And so he probably made friends with many a porn star out there doing that. What does this say? Can you read it, Kirsten? Yeah, so she actually just put this out. Oh, good God. Can it be any fucking longer? I'm just read it. (laughs) It says, thank you all for the incredibly kind messages all day today. I am thankful for every bit of love thrown my way today. I'm still pretty shook up about last night's incident at Radio City. I respect and understand security doing their jobs. Yet when I expressed my phone was away in my purse, they still insisting I was on my phone. 
The officers I dealt with took a misunderstanding to the next level. And as a woman, I am, I stood my ground. I'm thankful for the paramedic who interviewed, yeah, interviewed me in the ambulance and ultimately de-escalated the situation. I am sore, bruised both physically and emotionally, but I am feeling a lot of love from everyone. So thank you. They tried to 5150 her. Yeah, that's wild. Well, I think it's like, were you so drunk and just getting, sometimes things, people get heightened around Mm. police. I've seen it, you know, in this type of context when people get thrown out of shows. When the police are trying to get you out or a security person is trying to get you out of a venue, just go with them and don't get fucking crazy about it because then they're going to think you're nuts. You know what I'm saying? I see it at the comedy (laughs) store all the time. People just get like so amped up and it's like people are going to think you belong in a mental institution and she very well could have seen that way plus also who knows where she was sitting and she's walking out she's like i'm friends with matt reif and she's like all right lady you know what i mean they don't know who she is so they're like okay yeah you're friends with matt reif you fucking so is all the other ladies in here <laughs> idiot woman so i you know i could have probably just thought that they're like she's saying she's friends with him like what the fuck is going on like she's pro- this lady's clearly crazy but so once they got her in the ambulance evidently the uh person that was the paramedic de-escalated things by being like oh you you literally are friends with Matt Rife. okay <laughs> well that's good that's good news <clears throat> well moving along here it seems that we have a case of uh, oh, oh, murder and this comes to us by way of Marissa she says uh, first time Roach reporter here from Pennsylvania right outside of Philadelphia this is a local story that is the talk of the town we love a local story my job at the county sheriff's office uh, it's also the talk there insanity oh so this we got an inside scoop from Marissa here she works at the fucking sheriff's office uh, and yes, I did see the YouTube clip before it was taken down, and yikes. Now watch this drive. Mm. <laughs> now watch this drive. So let's get into the article here. I don't. I wonder what this YouTube video is all about. I'm sure we can't see it, but officials say a Pennsylvania man who police say decapitated his father and held his head up in a video. <laughs> <laughs> That's just good old fashioned fun right there. I mean, that's, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> this is my father's head. <laughs> Why would you take that off YouTube? Come on. I want to see it. <laughs> so he put. Okay, let me get back into the article. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Uh, now watch this drive. Oh, do you think he tried God. to monetize it when he uploaded it? What do you mean? Yeah, he's like, what do you mean I'm getting demonetized? Like, YouTube gives him the old red money sign, and he's like, oh, what for? Can you review this? He's appealing it. <laughs> so fucked up. So this guy, uh, he holds, holds his head up in a YouTube video <laughs> while calling for the public execution of government employees. This guy's great. Get this guy on the air. I mean, golly, that's the most entertaining shit I've ever heard. He he put himself oh. on air, actually. Yeah, no, I mean, if anyone <laughs> deserves a, a if anyone deserves a YouTube channel, it's this guy, Justin Moan, acted with clear mind, aware of his actions, and proud of his consequences. Bucks County District Attorney Jennifer Schwarn said at a press conference on Friday. Yeah, he's yeah. I'd say he had a pretty clear mind. He thought, you know what, this has got to go on YouTube. 
It was evident to us that he was clear mind in his purpose and what he was doing. That's an important fact to use in his prosecution. I want to know how many hits this fucking thing got on YouTube. Look at this guy. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> I don't even know what this. Is. This is my father's head. <laughs> I will execute government. <laughs> Yowzers. We're going to get taken off YouTube just for laughing at this, I feel like. <laughs> On Tuesday evening, authorities were called to the Levittown house, a 32-year-old moan after his mother discovered the decapitated body of his father, Michael. <laughs> I'm sorry. These are real people. Levittown is a suburb around 25 miles northeast of Philadelphia's center. Officers found the head wrapped in plastic inside a large pot, a machete, and a large knife found in the bathtub, according to court documents. We're always putting heads in the pot. I think it's just because the pot is shaped perfect for a head. It's like if you're holding the head and you're like, what the hell do I do with this thing? You can't just put it down. It'll roll all around and shit. Get dust on it. It'll be like a, a piece of gack that you drop on the carpet. You know, it's getting all kinds of gunk and fuzz on it from the rug so you i think a pot's just like a perfect thing that's just natural instinct for us to want to put the head in there because every decapitation story there's a pot involved or a bucket i guess a bucket happens too justin moan faces charges of first degree murder possession of an instrument of crime and abuse of a corpse in grizzly 14 video 14 minute video posted on youtube on tuesday evening justin moan held up his father's side in a plastic bag oh so he didn't even hold it by the hair come on dude you just put it in a bag and held it. That's like the the queefiest way to fucking <laughs> hold a severed head that you just severed. That's not manly at all. That's like that would give a girl the ick, you know? Yeah, that would. The <laughs> yeah, bad one. Saying. Yeah, yeah. He decapitated the head, but he didn't even hold it like by the hair. He put it in a bag. <laughs> Ew. What if his dad was bald though, and he just couldn't get like a good grip on it? That's Couldn't get that like basketball That's grip a good on point, Kirsten. <laughs> he didn't want to do it with two hands. It's just too much. <laughs> he always wanted to palm a basketball as a kid, then I but think he just couldn't quite get there. You got to do it upside down, then you go by the end trails. <laughs> Queef of the week. <laughs> My God. I got the ick when he held it up in the bag. In the video titled Moan's Militia, Call to Arms for American Patriots. See, this doesn't give you folks that are the patriots, <laughs> the militias. This guy doesn't help you out here. You know what I'm saying? This guy gives you guys a bad name. Uh, also called for patriots across the USA to publicly execute government employees for betraying their country. So is his father. Oh, yes. His father worked for the federal government for 20 years. He's now in hell for eternity, according to Justin. Michael, uh, the father, was a 68-year-old employee of the Army Corps of Engineers. Oh, my God. This is, these guys always love going after government employees who are not the ones who are the trouble. You know what I'm saying? They go after the ones that are like like uh, Tim McVeigh. He just He's like, I'm going to go bomb the Oklahoma City, uh, whatever, uh, federal building. It's like, there's just secretaries that work in there, you fucking idiot. <laughs> there's no one of importance in there at all. This guy was calling for the execution of government employees. And he's like, my dad, my dad's one, I guess he didn't. Get, you know, I mean, typical Nepo murder here. Justin also docks the home address of federal judge and put a bounty on the heads of federal government employees while he targeted employees of the federal government. Shorn said his threats did not apply to state government officials. Uh, so he went to the federal level at the, at the very least, I guess here he's offering bounties. It's like, I don't think you're going to be able to collect from Justin here. <laughs> 
At the end of the day, I wouldn't trust it. Was he going to Venmo you? The video posted online racked up more than 5,000 views before YouTube removed it. He's doing better than we are. It's quite horrifying how many views we understand it had before it was taken down, Shorn said. I don't know. Come on, Shorn. You can get to see what some of the shit that's getting views out there. Authorities said Justin fled the scene in his father's white Toyota Corolla and didn't even get his own car to flee. He's got his dad's car. <laughs> Uh, he was found around 100 miles away, the site of the large National Guard training center. He drove the vehicle through the center's barricades and climbed the barbed wire fence. Local police were able to track him by pinging his phone and arrested him without incident. Upon his arrest, he told officers that he went to the center in an attempt to convince the National Guard to take up arms against the federal government. This guy's a fucking revolutionary. Look at him trying to fucking overthrow America. He also indicated that he wanted to speak to Governor Shapiro to join the forces oh so now he wants to get involved he's like i'll join them and then we'll turn on the federal government i don't think they're going to accept you at the national guard in that regard justin uh, was also armed with a nine millimeter handgun missing one round when he arrived uh he legally purchased the firearm a day before his father's death and he handed over a medical marijuana card so that he would be eligible to legally own a gun a fact that shorn shows his clear state of mind i don't know i don't know shorn Slippery slope here. None of this says clear state of mind to me. Anything else in this fucking thing? No, I mean, at the very bottom, it does mention that he released uh, two musical albums in 2017 oh and 2018. Michael um, Moan's music. Did you find those? Are those on Spotify? Uh, they might. Oh, my God. Let me it look. It says his Amazon right page. Oh, I guess since been taken down. No. But one was uh, one album was called The Story of Humanity and the oh. other one was Color Fun Conrado. Let's see if his name comes up on Spotify. News and politics genre. <laughs> Probably just people um, talking about what, what he it? did. The story of humanity. The story of humanity. God, I need to hear this music. Are we going to get taken DCMA? Oh my God, wait. It's here on Spotify. It is on Spotify? Oh my God. I think, did they take it down? Ten the, songs. The story of humanity. Hold on. Hot, Gaslight, Zezerung, Aftermath, Trauma, parentheses, Sleep Wave, <laughs> Beacon for Evil. How come it's not oh, showing no. up on mine? Uh, I don't know. The story. Oh, you can't even, it. you know what? It's you like can't locked. even play them. It's locked. So exclusive. Look at that album art. Yeah, hold on. Let me, they like wiped it. <laughs> oh yeah, my Yeah, what the God. hell is that? <laughs> Heaven and Hell. Yeah. We need to find this. If you folks out there have any MP3s that you can get a hold of, I must hear Justin Mons. <laughs> We're looking for some new intro story music. Of humanity. Oh my God! I'll feature a song at the end of every episode. Maybe you could do like a an acapella version of one of these, like Angels and Demons could be a good one. There you go. Oh my Lord! Evidently, he shot his father in the head before he cut his head off. Too, by the way, I don't know if that's important to anybody out there. Anywho. Next up, we have a story. Is this? I gotta hear this fucking guy's music. What if it? Oh what if it's Lord. fire? I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, what if it's actually like some Broadway musical type of? Uh, or it's just like the most fire rap album you've ever heard in your life, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" It's Justin Mon, the crazy psycho who cut off his dad's head and put it in a bag and held it up for YouTube to see. Well, next up, we have a story that takes place in Walmart. <laughs> it's happening in a Walmart. Fucking nasty. 
And this is from <laughs> Girk, I think is how you say his name. It's a foreign name to me. G-E-I-R-K. Girk? Girk. Girk? I don't know. I'm just going to go with that. Well, Let no... us know who's closer. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go with Girk. <laughs> I don't know. It could be German or some <laughs> shit. He sends a story about a car. In Walmart. <laughs> what? A man recently had been fired from Walmart and crashed through the front doors of the store of this vehicle, then continued to drive around inside. Uh, Lacey Gentry, 32 of Charlotte, is a gentleman, by the way, with the name Lacey. No wonder he's an angry person. He's now facing multiple charges in connection with an incident last week in Concord, including two felony counts of assault with a deadly weapon on government officials. So this guy just got unlucky. He's not like our last guy who was looking for government officials. He is a guy who just happened to be driving his car recklessly around inside of a Walmart and then happened to injure someone who happened to be a government official. So that's tough luck in your charges, Pally. Police were called to the store just before 6 a.m. Friday after it was reported a car had been driven through the front doors of the Walmart. Once inside, the 2015 Volkswagen Passat continued to drive through the store, causing substantial damage and endangering people inside. This is a good advertisement for the Volkswagen Passat. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. I mean, this thing went through the front doors, drove all around the Walmart, knocking things over. We do have video of it here uh, that people filmed while they were inside the store. Officers were finally able to get Gentry to stop his vehicle, and he was taken into custody. There were no reports of injuries, but there was considerable damage. So what happened with that government person if there was no injuries? Oh, because someone was in there? I mean, it says he has two felony counts of assault with a deadly weapon on a government official. So if he didn't injure anybody, then who cares? Oh, is it just because they were around when that happened? You can turn the sound on because it's kind of funny. Start it over from the beginning. Point of view only at Walmart. At Walmart. So if you're listening at home, they're making an announcement for everyone to evacuate the Walmart as a person. It looks like a zombie movie. Everybody's kind of running around and uh, the Walmart is trashed. And you don't know exactly why. Is there... What's in there? It's almost like a horror movie. Is there a monster in there? No, it's a man in his Volkswagen Passat driving around. So, who is that? Is the store closed today? <laughs> yeah. She's making an LOL. Oh, my Lord. Now they're running as if the car might be coming towards them. Oh, there it is. I take it that's Lacey. Fuck Walmart. Fuck them the word Walmart. Hell yeah. Fuck this Walmart right here. I'm taking y'all down. All y'all motherfucking pussy-ass police. Y'all sit at the night. Fuck y'all too. <laughs> Who does he think he's talking to? The man is filming on his phone. He's like making a statement to the world as if he's live streaming on uh, Justin <laughs> Moan's YouTube channel. <laughs> I mean, golly, that was crazy. He I gets mean, out of the car and comes right up to the camera and makes a statement uh, worthy of, uh, I mean, it should have been on CNN for Christ's sake. That almost felt like the American version of like running with the bulls, like a car just chasing them down inside of a Walmart. The American version of it, yeah. They're just a bunch of Volkswagen Passats 
inside of a Walmart. <laughs> Chasing people on a, those little hover carts around Walmart. Oh, my Lord. I used to be, as a child, I used to go to, uh, we have a wholesale thing. It's kind of like Costco called BJ's. Have you ever heard of this? There was mm-hmm. a, there have been around. I don't wonder. I think there may be an East Coast thing. Uh, but, you know, it'd be a typical wholesale place where, you know, it looked like an airplane hangar inside. And there would be massive shelves and, you know, stock to the ceiling. And they would have a forklift roaming around there to stock the shelves. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you'd hear it. It'd be like, beep, beep. You'd hear it in the distance. And then all of a sudden it'd go by. When I was a child, I distinctly remember being terrified of the forklift. I thought it was a monster. And I was and my mom was like, it's a car. And I was like, I was I thought the forklift was a monster. So every time I saw that thing pass by an aisle, I thought it was looking for me. You know what I mean? It's had that vibe. And that's what I, I kind of like had my body felt that as I was watching that video and I heard the damage. You knew something was there, but you didn't know what. It was the Jaws effect. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't know what could be behind that aisle. What monster is destroying this Walmart? Well, it's a Volkswagen Passat driven by Lacey and he is upset. Evidently, he was fired, though. What is that? I was just looking up a forklift that would scare you. Yeah, no, I mean, for- I, feel it. I get what you're it's, saying. It's, it was more like the one, you know, just the typical one at the bottom there. But it was just the fact that it was inside and I'd hear it beeping and it would be just like kind of a it was a scary looking vehicle mm-hmm. for me as a child. Yeah, like it like that. And it would be like me and be like, it's there. My mom would be like, relax. It's not going to do anything to you. It's a fucking truck you stupid fucking shot no i would be amazing if my mom talked to me that way might be more of a man well next up danielle sent something in and this is exciting because i lived in this town right before i moved to los angeles the headline reads sky poop in north tonawanda now i have no context for what this could very well mean at all i decided i heard north tonawanda and i jumped right in in fact this uh, story comes to us from wivb channel four there's my boy don postals i have his phone number let's see if i can call don postals on the phone <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he'll pick up? I don't even know That'd if it's awesome his number we anymore. Oh, we can get his tape. I'm just going to be like, hey, Don, what's with this What's with this fucking poop story in North Tonawanda? I bet. If it's not Don, you still got to ask them about the sky poop. What time is it there? Eight o'clock. I just want to make sure he's not on the air. Okay, let's see here. Postals, postals. Let's see if it works. I haven't talked to this man in 10 years. Hello. He just fucking answers like a <laughs> like a newsman. He's the he's he's Ron Burgundy, this guy. Alright, can't come to the phone right now. Leave a message. I'll call you back as soon as I can. <laughs> he, said, he sounds like a news guy. Right? I'll call you back <laughs> as soon as I can. Well, he didn't get the uh, he didn't pick up, but uh it was fun to hear his voice. But yes, Don Pulses and I used to be tight. Dude is legitimately Ron Burgundy. Does he tell the story? Let's watch it. I don't know. We're up in arms tonight about what's landing on and around their homes. They say it smells bad and they want to know where it came from and how to stop it. Call for action. Hell yeah, Don. It's been looking for (laughs) answers tonight. Jeff? We have been, Don and Jackie, and I do have my umbrella out for this story just in case something happens, but uh, this is a situation (laughs) that presents here. Good. This is, I mean, this is my hometown news channel. I, I used to know a lot of, I used to date a girl that worked there. <laughs> I mean, this is like, so uh, I never met Jeff Preval, but 
kudos, dude. I mean, he's like, I got an umbrella in case shit falls from the sky. That's what they're talking about. They haven't, they've alluded to it quite a bit. It smells really bad. I mean, like, they haven't said what's falling from the sky, but everyone knows it's shit by this point. And Jeff Preval making an LOL about it. So keep going. Let's hear the rest of it here. Sorry. Long Alice Street in North Tonawanda have been talking about for weeks. They want to have answers from the city of North Tonawanda and the FAA as well. For over a month, residents here have had to deal with several instances of fecal matter raining from the sky <laughs> and hitting several homes here. Uh. One resident we spoke with, Gwen Eichler, is concerned about letting her dogs out at times and how to get a power washer to clean up the mess. So there is nothing left to see except for my <laughs> Facebook posts, which have been prevalent because... When I first put it up the first time, everybody went, what? I put it up the second time. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And when I put what? it up the third oh, time. Now, here's the thing, folks. I used to live in North Tonawanda, and the smell of shit in North Tonawanda is not rare. <laughs> I don't know that I ever would have known that. If shit was falling from the sky and I had to venture to guess as to where it was happening, I would have said North Tonawanda. I don't know where <laughs> Alice Street is in relation. Can you pull up a Google? Uh, I got you. So I used to live on Erie Avenue, and I don't even care that I'm doxing myself. I think it was because uh, I don't live there anymore. It was, um, I forget the address, 1232 Erie Avenue or something like that. I cannot remember, but it was near the Cricket Tavern. Type in the Cricket Tavern. Shout out to the Cricket Tavern, the best thing going in North Tonawanda, the best tavern ever in the world. This place saved my life. I used to go walk there and drink my fucking face off. There it is, the Cricket Tavern. I lived literally just... Where the mouse is, just to click over from there and uh, see those like little three buildings right there after that road. That was literally yeah. my apartment. Nope, up a little. Oops, <laughs> up a little bit there. Yes, right there was my apartment. Now, see if you can triangulate where Alice Street is from there. I don't exactly know because I, I didn't spend a lot of time. I'd go to the Cricket Tavern, I'd go home, and I'd go to work. That was about it when I lived in North Honawanda. There's a, there is a. Uh, in Walmart. Across the street over there, too, uh, in North Tonawanda. But like I said, the smell of shit. Oh, it's not too far at all. Look at that. A couple of, like a block. I could have rode a bike over yeah. there. Not far at all. I can't tell the the distance, but that is not far at all. So I could have very well had shit raining down on me. <laughs> crazy can we go back to the story and play yeah, it yeah. oh my god is there i didn't know if it ended or what but gwen was one of my neighbors it seemed you, you need to win the lottery <laughs> Well, the city of North Tonawana actually sent out a wastewater technician to do some testing, and they cannot confirm whether this is human or animal waste. But what they can say is that it's likely from an airplane because of its appearance. So take that for what it's worth. Now, uh, two residents. <laughs> what else could it be from to Jeff Preval? They've heard from a local FAA official who says that the agency is taking a look into the situation. We're live in North Tonawana tonight. Jeff Preval, News Four. Like I said, folks, if there were one place on the map that I would. In, that would you know shit would rain from the sky from it would be North Tonawanda. I bet you the F, I bet you one of the you know, American Airlines is like uh, we got to pick a place to drop our shit. Uh, I think North Tonawanda is a perfect place to do it. You know they probably deliberately take that flight path. Oh we have to dump some shit. Let's do it over North Tonawanda. You know I'm not trying to shit on North Tonawanda folks. Like I said the Cricket Tavern, hell of a place. <clears throat> Go there. Also uh, Witters 
Winters is a good bar in North Honawanda. Lots of good bars. Uh, and uh, that, what's that? I was just going to say real quick while we're on the topic of shit. Mm-hmm. I came across something this morning that I really wanted your take on. Ooh, okay. Like what you would do in this situation. Please. I see this photo. It says, picked up my Old Navy online in-store pickup and tried the pants on at home. Felt something itchy on the inside. It's a large, dried-up human shit that has been touching my thigh. Oh! You what? don't check the pants before you buy them? I mean, that is a big, big fucking stain on that. What are you doing if this happens to you? I, I, you're saying as a person who made the shit or a person who took that <laughs> home? As a person who picked up your online Old Navy pants and then somehow put them on without seeing this? Yeah, how do you, <laughs> you not? I would have seen that. I'm blind <laughs> as hell. And I would have been like, there's brown shit on here. I mean, there's no way I would have missed that. You're, so this man got it online? Is that what you said? That's what it says. That's what he says. Oh, God, don't zoom in more. <laughs> yeah, he says an online in-store pickup. In-store, though. Yeah, so he's online. He bought oh, them yeah, online yeah, and yeah. went to the store to go get them. So they were in yes. the store. Because I was going to say, like, Old Navy's just got people like, I got to take a shit. <laughs> so they do it in the pants and then package them. And some, I mean, Either that's way, far-fetched. Then someone me. packaged this in-store, too, and did not realize there was a separate package within it. Well, I could also see this. A man has to shit. <laughs> In the mall or wherever this old Navy is. There's no bathroom. So he's like, I could shit my own pants or I could go, can I try these on? And then you go shit in the old Navy pants. He did pick. I mean, those aren't like if he got caught, those probably aren't expensive. They are loose fitting. He probably he was like, I really got to go. So I'm going to shit in some just like random old Navy pants and then I'm going to put them back. And so someone who is like, oh, I'm fulfilling all the online orders. They got to go around and gather the things for the online order. They just grabbed one off the shelf and didn't look. So this idiot takes them home and he's like, oh, my new pants. Hooray. And then he puts them on and he's got he's like, what's on my leg? Oh, it's shit. He doesn't even look at them at all. He's like, can't wait to put my fucking new pants on. And he puts them on and he's got shit there. So that's how I think it. You, as someone working in the store, you are not picking this up without feeling the weight of that nugget. Because that is, I mean, that's matter. That's material. That's not just a smear. Like that is. I don't know. You you also, you are uh, not taking into account the amount of which people do not care about their job. I guess you're right. But say these are your pants now. Do you just you just cut your losses and throw them away? Do you try to take them back and convince the people that it wasn't you who shit the pants? You gotta just you, you just do? gotta go look in the mirror and be like, what the hell am I doing? with myself i mean <laughs> if my luck is this terrible what what curse do i do, do i have to lift i mean do i live on an indian burial ground you have to go reflect on a lot oh, and then, i wouldn't even the last thing i think about is getting new pants <laughs> or even rectifying the pants situation it's bad what are you doing with your leg that's had this <laughs> dried turd nugget just scraping oh, up I'm against going it to the, <laughs> thank god i'm home i'm taking a shower i'm throwing those outside in the dumpster and i'm trying to forget the incident ever happened i just i mean i screenshotted this at 6 13 this morning it, it really fucked up my day so i just had to present <laughs> it to you no, too i like it and it's funny because we talked about uh shit falling from the sky from a plane and now we have another plane story from ct riley and i've never flown this airline it's about a frontier airline and i just imagine when you take that gamble you are flying on a bus in the sky. That's what you're signing up for when you fly a frontier or a spirit. This is people who should be, shouldn't even be allowed in public transit, let alone in the sky flying from a city to another city. So a passenger aboard a frontier airlines flight from Orlando to Philadelphia 
had been slapped with federal charges after her caught on video meltdown when she decided she flashed the cabin by pulling down her pants and underwear cursed at the crew and allegedly threatened to kill fellow flyers now i'm having either am i having deja vu or did we talk about this already i was kind of wondering if we had talked about this before too but i, I think remember, i know from I remember the video remember i remember seeing a video of a woman doing this i want to say and i thought is this another incident of- i thought she squatted down and pissed that's what I thought too, but I could, you know, I could just be getting my shitty passengers mixed up. And we could have talked about this before, but it's worth bringing up again, if so. A flight attendant identified as RG told her that she had to sit down, but the woman began cursing before finally taking her seat during a, an outburst. Uh, after the plane landed and was taxing at the gate, the woman began cursing at passengers around her. The flight attendant, uh, called security to assist at the rival gate. The captain was notified about the uh, unhinged passenger and made an announcement instructing everyone to remain seated at the gate. However, the woman allegedly pushed other passengers out of the way as she went to the front of the cabin where she approached the lavatory but was stopped by the crew. Sorry, everybody, she announced, and then pulled down her pants and underwear down as she squatted as if to urinate in the aisle. So she was thinking about it fellow passenger julie hartman has shared the shocking video i believe we have uh the woman displayed her anus and genitalia in front of the passengers some of whom were children oh my lord how dare a a child can't see an adult anus well, whatever so i think i think we did um cover this but i think it's coming out because like it's saying she officially has charges now um, she's being officially charged with it. At one point, the person behind the camera recording the confrontation was heard saying that poor boy next to us, because the poor boy had to see this disgusting woman's genitals. I guess it is. Let's watch it. Oh, yes, that poor boy. Poor everybody, really, at the end of the day. Forget age in this case. We're all less fortunate <laughs> for having seen the anus and genitals of this woman. Every pa- That's what you get at Frontier. You get a little show with every purchase of your ticket. It's funny she has a mask, too. I don't know if I, I mean, remember this. I thought it was a white woman the last time, but I could have been thinking of the pee lady as well. Well, folks, you know. This could have been avoided if someone would have gave her their own old baby pants. She could have pissed those instead. <laughs> That's very true. If she had shitty pants on, none of this would have happened. Uh, so next up, as we wrap up here, we have, uh, let's see, one more one more i want to get to because i don't want to leave anyone out this one comes from sophie and this is exciting it says in an email here hi josh i read this and immediately thought of you and wanted to hear your reaction to the story the absurdity made me chuckle anyway please jump across the pond and come to a show in london uk i would love to see the roach live that would be fun i would like to get over to the uh, the uk tell all your british friends to request me so that my agent thinks that it's worthwhile <laughs> so here in this article it says a pigeon suspected of spying for china and held for eight months was released by indian officials this week after intervention from animal rights organization PETA. so evidently everyone thought this uh, pigeon was a chinese spy i mean they got balloons they got everything china's here folks i mean they're in our schools they got the real estate the war is over everyone thinks they're going to invade us they're here china's we're china basically at this point and so they're saying in this country though they got pigeons going around doing the spying and you ever see those people that are like birds aren't real 
that was like a thing for a while. And then COVID happened and everyone's like, all right, stop fucking around. <laughs> stop fucking around. Get serious. But now it's got me wondering, what do you think here? What is that? The- <laughs> I hate to be that person, but this bird does not look real. No birds look real. Birds, <laughs> this, this bird looks like a spy. I fucking hate birds. <laughs> I'm coming out to say it right now. All iterations of them, they can all get fucked. They're dinosaurs. They're old dinosaurs with feathers on them, and they're little baby dinosaurs. And if they wanted to, they would peck all of our eyes out, and they would claw us with their talons. Fuck birds every which way. <laughs> Got one in your house? You're a psychopath. I, I, too, was once like you. Having them in your house does make you a psychopath. You are a lunatic. You're a looney tune. If you got one talking to you, you're teaching it to talk. It's like... Mm-hmm. I, I do have a guy with a Canterbury. Or I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> Barry? It's like it's like the rabbit. The rabbits are like, Cad- Cadbury. Is this supposed to be like an egg? I don't fucking. Know. I don't, I'm getting my shit confused now. But birds talk and it's crazy and I hate it. My uncle used to teach it to like do the doorbell. I'm like, what the fuck? Now when you think, now you think the door's ringing all the time because the fucking birds doing it too. And every time someone rings the doorbell, now I have to hear the fucking bird do it too. Nothing makes me want to murder something more than a bird squawking. Hate it. So I say fuck this thing. Put this thing in jail. <laughs> This Chinese spy. I'm going to think every bird's a Chinese spy. When you see a bird and it's sitting on your tree, it's the Chinese. I'm telling you right now. Go out there. You're going to see them all around, flying through the sky, perched on a fence. It's the Chinese watching us. After learning that the pigeon was held at the Bai Sakabari, I'm not going to try and pronounce what the hell this animal hospital is, in Perel as case property for an astonishing eight months, PETA India sprang into action to secure the bird's freedom from captivity. There's a PETA India. That's interesting. I bet they don't have a lot of work to do with cows. I mean, they don't have to do much. You know what I'm saying? In terms of protecting the cows. Like, all right, we we lock that down. (laughs) You know, they're giving out PETA awards to all the different PETAs in all the different countries. And they're like, hey, PETA India, once again, you saved a lot of cows. Good job. <laughs> the animal's ordeal began in May last year when it was captured near a port in Mumbai. There was a message written on the pigeon's wings in words that appeared to be Chinese. So some Chinese guy spray painted this bird and everyone's like, it's a spy, dude. <laughs> Fucking Chinese spy, man. This led to suspicion of spying and caused police to seize the bird. This bird is a fucking Chinese spy. I'm telling you right now, it's got words spray painted on the back of it. (laughs) Another pigeon was reportedly taken into custody back in 2016 after authorities found it with a note that threatened Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. In the most recent case, PETA contacted police in Mumbai without further delay to grant formal permission for the hospital to release the pigeon. The bird was released yesterday on the hospital premises by Colonel uh, something or other. And earlier, Indian media reports had said that the bird had been transferred to the Bombay Society for Prevention of Animal Cr- A lot to do for a fucking pigeon. I mean, in New York, we, we're lucky if we don't hit him with a car or something. You know what I mean? They're flying around in fucking the subway. People are... Homeless people are trying to catch them and eat them. While the pigeon's case had been uh, has made global headlines, spy animals captured and exploited by militaries are nothing new. Ooh, so they... This is crazy. In 2019, a snowy white beluga whale uh, was sh- uh, shot to international fame after it was spotted wearing a specially made harness with mounts for a camera. Okay, so the animal's not a spy. <laughs> it had a camera attached <laughs> yeah. to it. It's not like it's like, yeah, then I signed up with the fucking Russian government. I mean, that's just the Russians tying cameras to whales. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's this bird didn't have a camera on it. It's a bird. And they're like, nope, it's a robot. I mean, crack it open and see what's in there. I, if there's gears and shit inside, we'll find out. So one way to get to the bottom of it, poke it and see if it bleeds. I, I kind of want video footage of them interrogating it. Are you a spy? <laughs> Just like eating bread and shit. All right, get him some bread. <laughs> it sucks because they do kind of operate bad like... Cop, it's like, you want some bread? No, you want this fucking... All pigeons do kind of move like robots, too. Like, they are kind yeah, of the crackhead of birds. They're just like... It's not just pigeons. All birds move <laughs> kind like of. fucking looney, t- looney tunes. They're Listen. not graceful. Listen, I'm going to get you a pair of binoculars, and you're going to find your relationship with the birds Yeah, so I can changes. become like a psychopath and be like, they're all spies, and I'm looking at them through. I'm like, I'm watching the spies. I'm watching the come, watchers. Come to the bird side. It's fun. No, you like birds now? I thought you I, That's like what them. I said. I was once like you, but I got me a nice pair of binoculars and this cool app on my phone that identifies them, and now I'm on their team. Kirsten, what are you, are you 68 years old? What happened? You're like a porch person now? No, but I might have adult onset autism. I'm really thinking. <laughs> this is like old people stuff. My grandpa used to do that. I'll tell you what. Do you whistle when you go do it to you? <laughs> Not the right whistles, but I do play sound sometimes to try to track them. I got a new bird feeder on my uh, sliding glass door. I'm going to come hunt them. When you, when you're link, I'm going to be, you gonna be looking them. them in your binoculars. I'm going to shoot them with a BB gun like Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Come at me, PETA. These <laughs> fucking spy birds. I'll take them down. <laughs> I was reading a thing that, you know, the uh, bald eagle. I know him. What if about you, <laughs> you know, like an America, American bald eagle or whatever. If, if you ever heard one, what do you think it would sound like? Because there was a big propaganda thing. I don't know. I feel like they, they want you to think it sounds like really masculine and screechy, but I feel like yes. it probably sounds like. It does. You are very right. You got you caught you nailed it because see what happened was uh, back in the day, like I don't know, you know, when TV's starting to come about in the forties or fifties or whatever, they sent a crew. They wanted to get footage of a bald eagle for this like patriotic thing or whatever, and they sent a crew out there and so they filmed the bald eagle. But the bald eagle's sound was like it sounded like a real. It sounded like a pussy, and so they were like, we can't show this you know on tv i mean this will ruin america so they took the call of a red hawk mm. and they replaced it you're right with I the bald eagle found it right here actually yeah see if they can play the differences yeah that's the one we all think like a fucking yeah. hawk and we're all like yeah fuck yeah america let's but rock also, and roll. He monster looks, trucks he looks pretty badass with his eyes. yeah but it's not as majestic as the bald yeah. eagle you see the bald eagle is Yeah, and there's a queefy, pussy-ass bald eagle. It's like, ugh. I got the ick from the bald eagle. I can't. America's not cool anymore. I can't. You know, that's what they didn't want people to get the ick on America. <laughs> so they replaced it with the it's, red hawk. Yeah. It's kind of wild that they had to. And so <laughs> for years, bird. what's crazy, and this is like, goes to show the power of media and propaganda, if you will. For years, everyone just thought that's what a bald eagle sounded like. They're just like, oh, that's a bald eagle sound. Like everyone, it was just like uh, tricking us the whole time. Is there any? Oh, uh, I thought there was going to be another example of a spy animal, but no, that's all they got for us is cameras attached to whales. <laughs> the Russians tying cameras to whales as spy animals. So, who knows, folks? I'm going to keep an eye on you, you fucking pigeons. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you may have got Kirsten fooled, but I'm still here, and I'm still watching you. And I'm still making sure 
You're not fucking Chinese spies. Anywho, I'm gonna be all over the place. I can't. I can't even remember. Remember the beginning of the show when I set all those dates? Well, I'll tell you one that's definitely on sale. Let's just look at it on the on sale side. What do you say? Just so I get it right for the first time. Usually I'm really good at this, but we just added things yesterday. I'm pretty excited about it. Washington, D.C. Oh, yes, I remember now. April 26th and 27th, I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama. Stand up live in Huntsville, Alabama. I've been looking forward to going there. It is one of my favorites. I had so much fun when I went there during COVID times. So I'm excited to go back now when it's not COVID time. So come on out to that. Huntsville, Alabama, April 26th and 27th, May 30th, Washington, D.C. That's on sale as well. And so is the one way out in fucking August in Des Moines. That's on sale. So make sure you're buying tickets to all the on sale ones. And there's ones that I have uh, finalized, but the links haven't been posted yet. But keep your eyes peeled over to the Instagram at Josh underscore Potter, the Twitter at J underscore Potter. All the on sale links will be up as soon as I get them. Just click the link in the bio. Other than that, thank you for viewing. Rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment, tell your friends, spread the word. We got to get this thing to get more views than that beheading video. I got to tell you, I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. And if you find that gentleman's music, please let us know. Josh Potter Show at <laughs> gmail.com. Send things in, whether it be articles or music like uh, Justin Moan's History of the World or whatever the hell it's called. And, uh, also, just like Griff Parker did here with this little ditty, thank you so much to Griff Parker. Thank you to Alex and Kirsten. And we will see you next week with Johnny Pemberton right here on The Josh Potter Show. <laughs>